Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and as always, we are joined by producer Crystal Chris. Hi, Crystal Chris. Hey. How are you? I'm super good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. I'm on season three of Dexter, and I haven't <laughs> left the house in six months. So That's all you need. Yeah. I'm doing perfectly well. Um. Okay. I'm going to introduce our guest today for the podcast. First things first, he's anonymous. Ooh. He does say his first name a few times. So, you know, that'll be fun for you to listen in the episode. You're like, ooh, I know his first name. To say a little bit about him, he's a very successful businessman who's had a spiritual awakening. So, you know, I had to hear all about it. And he's so um, wonderful at explaining what happened to him. You listened to the entire episode because you edited it it for me because um you're sick of fixing some of my edits is that <laughs> fair to say yeah well yeah no it was it was really amazing it made me want to meditate every day it did yeah absolutely oh my god okay cool well it sounds life-changing for him yeah he's he's absolutely incredible so i think you guys will really enjoy this episode meanwhile over at superficial magic we've been making some huge changes um first off we started a new instagram page vibe higher bitch it's going to be dedicated solely to superficial magic every day i'm posting something new if it's a tip something that's wellness related so go follow vibe higher bitch i have one follower right now uh shout out to dolores <laughs> what up dolores i needed a framework to express myself through and finally it dawned on me d- fucking duh it's the chakras i'm obsessed with them i'm having a kundalini awakening it's been very very intense and very cool so obviously that's what i should be doing and so this first week we're starting off with the crown and we're talking to our guest who has awakened his crown chakra and if you're like what are chakras or i don't care about chakras that's totally fine even kundalini uh All of this is just something that I have a lot of experience with, and it's a way for me to formulate my thoughts into topics that everyone will enjoy. I just want to say, if you're having trouble figuring out what to do with your creativity, a framework really helps, because once I came up with that, it just flowed out. So you helped me make seven weeks of content, yeah, like really intensive beautiful content with amazing information i'm so excited so uh, just go follow on instagram vibe higher bitch also there's a new blog post at superficialmagic.com it's about how to get signs from the universe and since i've posted it two of my friends have texted me and been like i don't understand like how do i get a sign so what i feel like people need this this post yeah you're gonna be doing a blog every week now yes i am and you're looking at me with this look that says (laughs) if i don't you will literally hunt me down like dexter and eat me yep (laughs) (laughs) so a lot of new exciting stuff happening yes yes and on the vibe higher bitch instagram totally and if you're at the website and you read the blog post and you want a t-shirt you can order one there 
I'm just saying. They're so amazing. Yeah, and tell your friend to listen to the podcast. Uh, Go rate it five stars. I love you guys so much. I'm so excited to be in more contact with you. I'm so excited to be focusing more and embracing it more. And I'm ready to really uh, to go hard with it. So I just love everybody who listens and has been supporting me. And even through the sporadicness that has been superficial magic. It's a new era. It's a new era. I can feel that. Welcome, Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I'm really intrigued with your story. You are a businessman, and you have had some amazing spiritual experiences, and uh, I'm very interested in how this all started for you. Sure. Well, it, it actually started, at, you know, my best friend uh, had actually been into the spirituality road for the prior nine months to me getting into it, and uh, I could see a change in him with uh, his temperament and how he was just more at peace, more at ease, and so on and so forth. I had read a little bit about spirituality here and there and so on and so forth, but I never uh, I never really, really took heart to it. But there was something about uh, the change in him I saw that that I kind of wanted. So that that's why he pointed me out to a couple books he had read. These happened to be by uh, the author Eckhart Tolle. One of them was uh, A New Earth and the other one was The Power of Now. Mm. <clears throat> and, in, and in reading the uh, I read A New Earth first, and I couldn't put the book down. And keep in mind, I hadn't read a book for 25 years. Um, <laughs> that's the honest, sad truth. And I had to, uh, I just couldn't put it down. I, I read it in uh, four days. But in reading it, what really captured my attention was um, how it was a reflection on me. In other words, what I'm saying is I was reading a lot of stuff in there that uh, made me pause and think, yeah, that is me. That's the way I do think. I am addicted to my mind. Um, I do let it run like a carnival. Uh, I'm never in the moment. I'm always thinking about, you know, what's going on or what could go on or trying to predict futures and so on and so forth. So in, in reading that, um, he's very repetitive in, in how the how the mind works and how consciousness works to where it really sunk in you know, for me. And I was I was excited about it. Couple that with the fact of what my best friend had been going through. And I, I was inspired to then um, start meditating. And, um, you know, one of the things that I, that I learned about that, I, I hadn't read much about it, was that you, you had to learn to to absolutely quiet your mind. And it's not an easy thing to do at first. And when you do this, uh, there's going to be a lot of just thoughts that come into your mind like normal. Um, cause that's the way it was for me for a long, long period of time. I could not quiet this mind, um, to be still in the moment and meditation will teach you how to do that if you stick with it. So I, I was very cognitive of that fact. I, I needed to learn how to do that. So the first week or so, you know, I built up and I did, was able to do about 10 to 15 minutes a day of that. Well, by the end of the first week or on the second week of doing this, I started noticing I could go longer. And then through that, I, I started seeing, uh, you know, all sorts of patterns of colors that were showing up. And I I was really excited then. Again, I, I didn't know what it was and started sharing information with, uh, you know, my friend. And, and he said, no, I'm not seeing some of that stuff yet, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I liked it so much. I, I I kept practicing. Keep in mind, I, I meditate lying down. 
Mm. I mean, some people, most people meditate, you know, in a sitting position. But to be honest with you, I, I'm not very, uh, not very flexible to be able to do that. <laughs> Same. Um, or, or, or wasn't at the time. And so it was just easier for me and, uh, and it worked. And so um, through this, I, I, I kept doing this more and more. And I, I was meditating probably I got up to, you know, half hour, 45 minutes at Jeez. a crack. And I was, I, was, I was doing it a couple times a day. And as I did that, you know, weeks passed, you know, probably four, five, six weeks. And, and these these meditations started to get more intense. And what I mean by that is I, I started uh, having physical sensations of vibrating Mm. Um, very heavily. And it wasn't vibrating on the outside of you, as you would think, like shaking or something of that nature. It was on the inside of, of you. Um, I could just feel, you know, everywhere in my body was just at a vibrating level. And the more that I dropped into meditation and, and kept in that back, if you will, it, it just became more intense. And eventually, it led me into what I didn't know at the time, what it was, uh, was Kundalini awakening. And essentially what had happened there is uh, there was one night I was ready to go to bed and I, I had felt this uh, uh, really, really, uh, it was really hot in my spinal area from the uh, bottom of the spine all the way up to the middle. And I, I just started having a heat wave like I've never had before. And uh, from that point on, I, I kept meditating over the course of the next couple of days. And the meditations got so intense that uh, there was this incredible electromagnetic energy that was running through my, my body at all times. Mm. I could not stop it. Um, I wasn't afraid because then I started reading as this was happening and understanding that a lot of people go through this and that, you know, you, you got to allow it. Do not be fearful of it. And so it it, um, it it was it was not an easy thing to, to go through initially because uh, it lasted for about seven or eight days. And during that course, I only slept two to three hours a night. Wow. I, yeah, I just could not. I could not uh, settle that energy down. But at the same time, it would go through ebbs and flows of extremely, extremely high energy. And during this process, it was pushing energy in meditation out of my system. It was clearing out whatever blockages there were, um, both on a physical level and an emotional level. Um, and it was it was somewhat painful uh, when, it, when I was physically going through that energy moving, you know, through my through the stomach area and, and feeling like I was getting sick and then pushing up through my neck, which had, uh, you know, which I've had some neck problems with herniated discs and so, and so on. And so it just pushed that energy up and into my, into my neck area through the glands. And, and, uh, I have to be honest, it hurts. So you wanted to get to the crown chakra opening. Well, it was at that time that I noticed also, you know, it was, it was moving around, um, into my head at the top of my head and it was it was fairly intense and it kind of felt like there was a, a snake or something in there just you know moving around and, and <laughs> whatnot and a lot of pressure on the top of the head and so um through that uh, i started having a lot of different images uh, that were coming to me through meditation grainy pictures of people and events i i would see that i had I knew nothing about, didn't know anything, uh, what was going on with that. And I still don't 
for that matter, on, on why that is. But the one thing I learned out of all of this, uh, which became very, very clear after this experience, and that is, you know, it was, um, you know, a lot of people go through life-changing events, um, and sometimes they have these spontaneous kundalini awakenings when they're not even meditating for various reasons, and um, they don't know what's going on, and uh, they, they may be checked into, you know, a hospital, be put on uh, some kind of antidepressant, and mm-hmm. that's never going to work because we're talking about something that's uh, not of not of a human essence here that that's happening to you it's a it's a spiritual awakening and there's nothing a doctor can do about that but they don't know they want to treat it as if it's some kind of a you know illness that you have going on in your mind mm-hmm. um, and those people can suffer greatly because if they're unaware of what this process is or anything about it uh, it can be very difficult on them until they a either figure out oh this is what it was or be able to have that kundalini energy uh, essentially work its way out and then balance everything out because that's eventually what will happen one way or another so you know through all this what it what it taught me is um it showed me that you know these five senses that we have in this physical world you know are for are for experience to experience the physical world and to you know to enjoy life as it is but the truth of the matter is the the real show is happening behind the scenes and that is uh, you know when i speak of that what i'm talking about is this source energy higher self universal intelligence whatever you want to call it that is really what the driving force is when you are in alignment absolutely I, you know when i when i say in alignment I mean, you're not having these these negative thoughts and this ego that that everyone has, right? Everyone has an ego that's continuing to, you know, lie to you, tell you things about yourself that aren't true. And all this stuff comes from your past. It's it's your beliefs and ideas about yourself and how you were conditioned, you know, through your life to take on these certain beliefs. And all those beliefs are they're they're stored in the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is, uh, you can think of it as, as a computer, a hard drive. Yeah. And until you rewrite that program, you know, to get rid of that kind of chatter that goes on your head or those old beliefs and ideas about yourself or the external environment for that matter, because a lot of people will play the victim role in their lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? What happens here, Megan, is when uh, when this kind of an event happens, you will have a sense, sense a heightened sense of awareness mm. whereas you you will you will have a different outlook on life you'll understand that there's a driving force behind you that wants you to do well that wants you to have success in life that wants you to enjoy the journey and it'll also force you to make yourself aware of when these negative thoughts creep into your head or when you start thinking too much about the future and fear and so on and so forth. I mean, the, the number one thing that drives man is fear. That's what stops anybody. And when I say man, man or woman, of course, but it's it's fear um, that that stops anybody from living the life that they want because they're lacking faith in that instance. So I I believe this happened for me because I really needed to get punched like this <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and told, hey, Rich, this is the way it is. And if you really want to live, you know, a life of and create the movie 
that you want because essentially also i believe what this is is we're just creating that we're co-creators of a movie yeah. of ourselves and so in, in doing that you know you you have the awareness to basically if you're a filmmaker for example you're sitting there and directing and you're constantly frame by frame you might be stop okay cut 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 <laughs> well that's what it's kind of what you're doing with yeah. your life right um it's it's very very similar and i can i can draw that kind of depiction because um when I think about it and retrace steps, you know, in my life, it's kind of played out to exactly the way, well, it played out exactly the way it should have given, given the conditions of how they were at the time. And so you also begin to create your future today, you know, instead of, you know, a lot of people will, they will say they want you know, this, that, and the other for, for the future. But the problem is, unless you, you change those old ideas and beliefs about yourself, then you're always going to be living in the past. And it is so frustrating to want things and not be able to change and be working against yourself and not know how to stop, not know why you're doing it. And uh, yeah, it's it's just one of the most frustrating things ever. Well, it is. The point I was gonna gonna take is, you know, when I when I read the the Eckhart, you know, Tolley book, and you Earth, and then the Power of Now, what what I was doing there is taking a self inventory, right? So so people have to be honest with themselves and say, you know, and that book made me look at myself and go, geez, this is the way I think. These are the things that I thought were happening to me from the uh, external environment out there when in reality, this is all in my head and this is fake news, as they would say. <laughs> um, you know, and literally it's all fake news in my head that I'm driving and, and creating uh, outcomes that, uh, you know, are, are, are just, not, just not true you know, to, to who I am, who, who the real me is. One of the creepiest things I ever learned in getting my master's degree in psychology was that our unconscious mind can show or create other people treating us the way that we think they're going to treat us. That is, to me, terrifying that we can be communicating unconsciously, like, treat me like shit. <laughs> And I don't know that that shifted something for me. But what I have, I'm really curious about how somebody lives a life without meditating and then suddenly kind of understands how to do it. Did you take a course or did you just intuitively? I didn't take a course. I, I just I just followed, you know, the basic one instruction was you have to learn how to quiet your mind. Now, that doesn't mean, Megan, when I'm down there, I don't hear, you know, maybe a car drive by or notice the air conditioner come on or something like that. Um, I, I'm talking more about that chatter that goes on your head, you know, that many people will say, because I've talked to a lot of people about this. I just can't, you know, I got, you know, all of a sudden I start thinking about work the next day and you, you have to train your mind to stop mm -hmm. and be still and be quiet because that is the, that is the real you um, yeah. is when there's nothing but a quiet mind. So yeah. that, that's kind of how I did it. That's yeah. My brain is just convinced that life is all about being a to-do list when really finding that stillness is, is the key. So that's fucking amazing that you are able to find that. And I'm curious, like you said, the, the crown chakra opening, because I've yet mm -hmm. to experience that. But I'm also curious about the third eye. Did the, What happened with 
with that, did did anything happen? Well, the third eye is is you know yes. So I'll start with the third eye because that that works its way up, right? That's yeah. After that is the crown chakra. Well, that that's where I started um, seeing all sorts of objects that would would come into the um, the meditation. And keep in mind, I'm you know I'm obviously meditating with my eyes closed, but I'm able to see things um, like I said, images of, of pictures of, of people, and they're doing things right, working in a kitchen. I mean, I you know there's so many of them that go on. It goes on every day, you know, yeah. if, if I want. But that is um, that also gives you insight too. To sometimes in a couple different instances, I saw a couple places that um, next, you know, two days later, I showed up there. I Whoa. happened to be walking, you know, so that's what I mean by that. It, it's not that you, um, you know, that there's it, it can give you that kind of insight to these types of events that can take place that are in, in the future. This is my experience. I'm, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you know, and in terms of the, the crown chakra opening also, you know, what has occurred in this, in this whole process is, and this is a combination of the third eye and crown chakra. I can see literally energy, in, in, you know, in, in my house. I mean, I can see it in particular in my room at all times, even even when it's fairly light. But I can see it, especially in the dark. And with my eyes open, I'm talking about and I'm seeing red orbs and purple orbs and all this. And it forms into different things. And it's actually spiritual energy. There's no question about that because it responds. Whoa. You know, it responds to to my thoughts and it responds to, you know, even you know, if I've, you know, vocalized things, especially while I'm in meditation. So um, it's, it's there. But, you know, I, I also realize it's, it's not local, right? Because when consciousness can be anywhere at yeah. any time. Yeah. So it, it just so happens that that's where I, I do my meditation is in, in the bedroom. And so it's very strong in there. And, uh, and it's always there. I and mean, it's always around me. So have you had an experience with anybody in your life being like, you are losing it? Yeah, oh, to, man. Some de- to some degree. They're, they're not saying it. But, you know, also one of the things you'll <laughs> pick up on, you know what people are thinking and you just have that, that right. sense. <laughs> You know, you, you, you know it and, and they want to say it, but they don't they don't want to offend you. But really, honestly, it wouldn't offend me. Anybody can say anything they want, you know, to me and, and say, well, you know, you, you might want to, you know, check into the uh, doctor's office, Rich, into mental health. And then that'd be that'd be fine I mean, because because guess what? I still have the you know, I, I view myself as I'm, I'm very happy. I'm so blessed to have found this. And to have this new way of life and new way of, of thinking and having having, you know, using this alignment and this higher self of mine to really drive the thoughts through me and inspiration um, rather than the old me that was trying to control uh, outcomes, trying to do everything on my own. It's like pushing a boulder up a hill. Why would you want to do that? It never works. It always comes rolling back down on you. Yeah, the kundalini energy kind of made me feel like my world went from black and white to in color. And it's just a completely different energy source. It's like moving from oil to, I don't know, electric energy or something. It's just a cleaner energy. It's a better energy. And it really changed the way my thoughts cycle through, too. So 100 percent. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Uh, also, keep in mind that you know a lot of a lot of diseases are created that people people uh, manifest in their lives, right? A lot a lot of diseases, you know, most of it, in my opinion, is created solely from the mind. 
I mean, for sure. You know, and, and a lot of people don't realize it. They just think this is just happening to me. I don't know why. So, but that they never. But you know, and it's no fault of their own. But they they never look at you know how they think and all the stress they put on themselves and how they're so fearful of the future or regretful of the past or resentments and so on and that kind of stuff will absolutely create your cells to eventually over time it, it, it can create cells to mutate the proteins that make your cells become less healthier than they should be. And then the next thing you know, that's when disease sets in, whether it be, you know, heart disease, cancer, Parkinson's, um, you name it, all, all that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that because at the end of the day, we are, we are spiritual beings housed in a physical body. Right. So if you, if you really look at it that way and think about it, you have to remember what you truly are. Your spiritual energy that's in a physical in a physical body. The only thing that stops us from creating and having the life we want is is that ego and that mind that's not really you. That's a false you. Can you tell us a little bit about how you um, healed your neck? You were saying something about that to me the other day. Well, so that was one of the things that I, that I'd wanted taken care of in, in the process. I had a couple of herniated discs in my neck, and it also um, it was always bothersome, and uh, you know it affects because nerves come down from the neck to the to, through the arm. And to the hand, actually. So in this case, it was bothering me through my shoulder and middle of the arm and whatnot. So, um, you know, that was one of the things I had asked it to have removed. Well, during that Kundalini process, this is and this is just a few days prior to that Kundalini event happening. When that Kundalini process was happening, that energy was moving up through that neck area, in particular through the whole neck, but in the back area where those discs are and when they're out of alignment. And it was uh, essentially just manipulating um, on, a, on a physical level. I could just feel it as I'm sitting there just saying, wow, this is incredible and manipulating its way um, back into its normal state. And that was what was happening. And I knew it because a day and a half later, two days later, I, I, you know, again, I was only getting a couple hours of sleep at that time. But I, Megan, I felt like I was uh, 25 years old again. And I was stretching and I hadn't stretched for two or three weeks. I was actually flexible to where I was putting my hands all the way down on the floor, bending over easily. And I could never, ever do that ever you know, in my life. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. so this ener- this type of energy, it's got the ability to to do anything, to heal anything. This is the this is source energy. This is universal intelligence. This is kundalini energy. They're all essentially the same thing, but it's it's your higher self. It's your spiritual true self that has the ability to do this. Because most people think, well, you just gotta you gotta go to the doctor and get whatever this surgery or get this um you know drug or whatever in not all cases does matter change matter mind changes matter actually because the body is is actually not smart it's dumb (laughs) (laughs) the mind the mind creates like i said the mind the mind creates a disease the body just does what it's told um you know and it acts accordingly depending upon you know where that energy is stored that that bad energy that someone has in their system is stored. So the, the the mind tells the body what to do. So when you're operating from a level of, you know, a, a mind that's in, in alignment and you're using that, that real power that you have, it's capable of anything. If it's believable to you, 
Yes. You know, you, you can't sit there and, and say to yourself, yeah, I, I, I want this or I you know, want to manifest this, for example, if you talk about the law of attraction and not have the feelings behind it because the feelings are they create the vibrational signals that go out and then attract and match up to your desires what what you want. It's a whole different subject in and of itself, but it's all tied together. Absolutely. I always tell people to read the book, um, Dying to Be Me. It's one of my favorite books. I'm not sure if you read it, but it's. I saw it on CNN. This woman healed herself from stage four cancer, and she wrote an amazing book about it. I, I always recommend people read it. And, you know, it can be frustrating because I have a, a small health thing that I've always I know it originates in my mind and I've yet to be able to really um, heal it so I know people can get kind of stuck on uh, being frustrated with themselves or why can't I heal this or blah 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 but I think it's just sticking with it and knowing that in its own time it will budge so I yeah always... yeah this <laughs> this is not uh, a one-time event oh I'm healed and thanks <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later you yeah. know you're you're not gonna that's not the way this works this is a new way of living right and it doesn't mean by the way that look I, I'm, I'm I'm still in this physical world. I still have desires. I still have goals. I, I want to do certain things, but I'm also very, very mindful of, of who the real me is. And how I know that is the awareness of my thoughts. That, <laughs> that is the observer of my own thoughts tells me, okay, you know, if something negative creeps into my head, of course, then it still happens quite a bit. You know, I'm able to recognize it very quickly and squash it. I couldn't do that in the past, Megan. See, so, you know, I, it would just go on and on. It would fester. It might, you know, manifest itself in a bunch of alcohol or whatever for me in the past. And, you know, that's, that's no way to live. Um, and a lot of people, you know, their, their mind may not manifest its way into an addiction of alcohol, drugs, gambling, whatever it is. But I guarantee you that when they have that carousel running and when they're fearful, it's going to manifest its way one way or another. And it could be in disease. It could be in anger. It could be whatever the case is. So, you know, the, the, the whole thing I, I think out of this is um, it's a great benefit for people to really try and meditate and quiet their mind. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, because that is going to uh, do a lot for them. And then also, you know, self-reflecting and taking a, an inventory of themselves and really examining how they think, right? Because I, I, the basis of everyone, I believe, everyone's just a spiritual being that comes from love. That's my opinion. Now, how you grow up and how, what's your condition to, to believe about the world and your perceptions? Well, you know, that, that creates your personality, but over time, but your personality can be changed today. And I, I really believe that. You can change it today. People say, oh, I'm too old to change. Nah, that's bullshit. Absolutely. And that, that, that's the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. Because, <laughs> because what you're saying is y you're it. You're the one. You know, There's nothing else that's going to be able to help me to do this. Yeah, there is. The real you is going to help you to do this. If, if you embrace it and if you recognize it and if you stay with it on a daily basis, that doesn't mean you have to completely change and not have fun. That's not what I'm talking about. You know. So when this energy reached your crown chakra... I think one of the things holding me back from it is reading about it. And some people have really scary or intense experiences where it feels like the top of their head blows off. And, you know, they're seeing 
color, like some one guy said it felt like the a million suns lit up in front inside of his brain. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. So I think there's a little bit of fear there for a lot of people. Do you remember exactly what that experience of just specifically the last chakra opening was like, or was it? it... Was, it there was it was a lot of intense pressure, and then <clears throat> I didn't have the explosion of white lights just going out of my head, you know, exploding out like that. But yes, a, a lot of white light mm. came into the picture, and it came in, but not not to the degree of um, some people have different experiences, Megan. They they have this explosion that takes place, you know, and then other people, like in my case, have it just open up. And then you see a lot of white lights and it's an incredible amount of energy that is just, you know, right there in front of you, right on you, mm. right moving, moving through you. I mean, look, again, we, we are energy. That's what we really are. Right. This is an illusion of the body. So but you can feel that on a physical level. And it's very, very, um, very intense. It's nothing like I've ever experienced before on a physical level when when that has happened. Wow. And uh, it's it's truly um, I wouldn't trade that feeling for the world because it just it just reinforces to you that, you know, you're connected to the universe and you're connected to everybody for that matter, because we, we all come from one. So we're all uh, basically we're all a bunch of uh, fractals and reflections of one another, whether you want to believe that or not. (laughs) It's so cool. Is there any tips or wisdom that you want to share with listeners that maybe I haven't touched on? No, I I would simply just say this. I, I would say to anybody, you know, who's listening, just truly, truly be honest with yourself. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you cannot do that, then you you will continue to struggle through life. You have to be honest with yourself. Really examine what you're thinking is life. What what your beliefs and ideas are about. Read about this. Maybe like perhaps like I did, and, and then really take a look at yourself first. Because if you're not open minded to that, and if uh, you know people who have a a closed mind or think, oh, this is just the way it is, you're doomed <laughs> for I more know. of the same. Yeah. You're doomed for more of the same because you, you must have an open mind. Nobody uh, walks this globe perfect and you never will as a human being, but you strive to learn more and, and everyone's a teacher. Okay. So you may not like somebody but it's probably something, there's something about them you don't like within yourself. And so, you know, you want to pay attention to that kind of thing. And, you know, I've learned to be less judgmental of of people and more patient. And listening has just become an absolute better quality of mine because I, I want to listen to people more than I ever did. And I want to help people more than I ever had. Well, you certainly are. I I'm so grateful that you came on today. I'm so happy that you're out there in the universe talking to people about this stuff who probably would never hear about it or listen to it. And it's just really inspiring. So come back on whenever you want. Tell us any updates. And it's yeah, it's just so fantastic to have gotten to talk to you. Uh, Listen, I really appreciate um, you having me on here and I look forward to to speaking with you again. All righty. Well, have a wonderful day and we will talk soon, I'm sure. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.